Alrighty, everybody. Shalom, 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 Israel. Kwam Yasharela. All praises and all glory be unto the Most High God, who we know as Yahweh. Hashem Amashiach Yahweh Shah. All praises be unto the Most High God. Rakta amongst you all who are partaking inside of this message. And again, all praises again to the Most High God. Um, where I'm standing at right now is to uh, give, you know, some words of encouragement. You know, a lot of times we can, um, well, it's as usual, it's always some words of encouragement. But a lot of times we can, you know, make it upon ourselves to, um, you know, we can fall asleep, have dreams, um, wake up from dreams, and, you know, dreams have messages inside of them, and, you know, we can tend to take hold, you know, of those things, you know what I'm saying, and, um, um, and try to find understanding and clarity. But what I always make it known to anybody, you know, um, is pray. You know what I'm saying? You want to pray before it, before anything. Why? Because it's not only that, you know, that is just written, you know, but I know that the scriptures... It makes it known to uh, prove all things and hold fast to which is um, which is good, you know. So um, let me pull that out to pray. All right, so so. Um, this is in First Thessalonians, um, chapter. Uh, yeah, First Thessalonians chapter five and verse um twenty one. It said, "Prove all things, hold fast that which is good." Okay, and then also going to verse uh, seventeen, which is before verse twenty one. It says, "Pray without ceasing." You see, pray without ceasing. But before it say, "Pray without ceasing," in verse sixteen, it's saying, "Rejoice evermore." You see, what I'm saying. So you want to you want to rejoice, you know, um, evermore, you know, within the spirit. Why? Because when you're in prayer, you want to make sure that you are being in the spirit, and you're having some sort of understanding on um, on what you're standing on when you're getting yourself in that, you know, getting yourself in that state, you know, spiritually, you know, so you can be able to obtain the things that are needed, you know. Um, which should be a form of wisdom and understanding. So, um, you know, all praises to the Most High. But I ain't making this video all along and everything. But if you got your word with you, um, I actually want to go to um, Psalms chapter uh, 118. And I just want to, uh, yeah, read this part right here. And starting at verse 1, O give thanks unto Yahweh, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. So he's letting you know before anything, you want to give thanks. When you're in prayer, you want to give thanks before you're in prayer. You want to give thanks before everything. Like when you wake up in the morning time, you know what I'm saying? Make it. A mandatory thing that as soon as you get up in the morning time, you're giving thanks to the Most High God. 
You know what I'm saying? You giving thanks for to the Most High God for this blessed day. You know, not many are able to bear witness to this blessed day. You know, the, even the things that we see right now, where you got, you know, national guards right now on the corners. You know, that's stuff that the prophets desire to see. The stuff that we're actually seeing right now. And these was men of Yahweh. Not, not, not saying we're not, you know, but we're fortunate enough to be able to bear witness to these things, you know. And you got some who are Israelites, you know what I'm saying, who had themselves in position of not being able to bear witness to these things because, you know, of the folliness that's going on, you know, around them and they partake with. And, you know, and they end up getting, you know, destroyed. You know what I'm saying? So my point and what I'm saying is that give thanks unto uh give thanks unto Yahweh for he is good because his mercy endures forever. You see what I'm saying? We can see that in our own lives. You know, just think just thinking about it. Just think about it. Like the things that you have done that you know that was not right. And he in the most high God, Yahweh could have just destroyed you right then and there. Or either why you why you why you hopping in your car, you know what I'm saying, and you turn the ignition, you know what I'm saying, and, and your car didn't blow up. You know what I'm saying? With, with with you and your family being inside of it. Or either you 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 coming out the door and and a straight bullet didn't hit you. You know what I mean? You know, it, it, it these things are, you know, things to think about so you can be you know, encouraged in, in, in a way, you know, spiritually, you know what I mean, within gratitude, you know what I'm saying, make gratitude your attitude, when you make gratitude your attitude, you will have a, a multitude, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but y'all get where I'm going at with it, let me get into verse 2, let Yasharela, talking about Israel, now say that his mercy endure forever. You see? So now let us all come together and say that his mercy endures forever. Let's not just say his mercy endures forever just to say it. Let's meditate on that, on how his mercy, how Yahweh's mercy for Yasharela is, 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 is enduring. You see what I'm saying? Let's go in verse 3. It said, let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. And we know the house of Aaron is um, the Levites. You see what I'm saying? The house, the, the, or oh, should I say, I want, not the Levites, um, Salakia. The house of Aaron, I really, I really want to aim towards them being the priesthood. There we go. I want to put it like that. The house of Aaron is the priesthood. I got a ladybug crawling on my word of God, <laughs> on my sword. Oh, praise. I could tell you how. All right. Um, and I ain't bothering it at all either. You know. All right. Verse four. Let them now that fear Yahweh say that his mercy endures forever. So it's not only you being an Israelite. You know what I'm saying? Saying to yourself like, oh, let me say that the um, that the mercy of Yahweh endures forever. Like, 
not just speaking it into my life. You know what I'm saying? Or we all speaking it together on one accord into our lives. But let me speak the most highs, you know what I'm saying? Yahweh's mercies endures forever. Also with a fear. You see what I'm saying? And so it's saying in verse 4, let them now that fear Yahweh say that his mercy endures forever. Verse 5, I call upon Yahweh in distress. So now this is where it gets in at, you know, as far as you speak highly and praising the Most High God. And you go from speaking highly and praising the Most High God into making mention of where you stand at in the position, you know, and where you standing at in your life. You see, I call upon Yahweh in distress. And Yahweh answered me and set me in a large place. So he set you inside of a large place. That's not saying like, oh, I'm 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 stressing because I'm in a tight spot. I'm in a tight spot. And well, it could go like that. I'm in a tight spot, and he's put me in a in a large space. It could be, be of that. You know, I'm you in a tight spot inside your life, and you going through it. And you, you, you need in Yahweh's assistance right along with those angels. But you need more so Yahweh's, you know, assistance, you know, through um, Yahweh Shah to bring forth, you know, them commands for them angels to make them works, you know, on the behalf of what he had made mention as far as the promises and everything else that is of the services of Yahweh, you know. You know, for uh, Israel. So let me go into verse um, six. Yahweh is on my side. Yahweh is on my side. You see? Yahweh is on my side. I will not fear what can man do unto me. Saying, I got so much confidence and trust in Yahweh and what is being established. That I trust Yahweh enough that Yahweh is making a way for me. Even when I think that all things are done with. You see, sometimes we can feel like that. Sometimes we can feel like, you know, we, 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 we are done for. But we can never be a done for. Because Israel, you know what I'm saying? Israel is, is his portion. You see, Israel is his portion and always going to be his portion. Israel has an everlasting covenant with um, Yahweh, an everlasting covenant. And I can um, prove that. You see what I'm saying? Um, you know, Israel has an everlasting co a covenant. You see, um, this is in the book of Isaiah. Um, chapter 45 and um, verse 7 I'm going to start at verse um, verse 15 through 17 it states verily thou art a God that hidest thyself O Yahweh of Israel the Savior see saying Yahweh the Father is our Savior 
So many would be like, Yahweh Shah is our savior. No, Yahweh is our savior. Yahweh Shah is only going by what Yahweh is telling him what to do. Just like the angels too as well. But Yahweh Shah is above the angels. You see? He's, he's the commander. You know what I'm saying? Basically. Verse 16. They shall be ashamed and also confounded. All of them. They shall go to confusion together that are makers of idols. See? I speak, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking it now because we don't want to have ourselves in position to be idol worshiping. You can idol worship, you know, when it comes down to people, you know, and you can idol worship when it also comes down to graven images, you know, things that are uh, made, you know, by wood, stones and, you know, and different things like that. But this is the main part that I'm coming at as far as Israel having an everlasting salvation, you know, and we are not cast away. You see, because verse 17 states, but Yasharullah, talking about Israel, shall be saved in Yahweh with the everlasting salvation. Ye should not be ashamed nor confounded world without end. And you know why I say confounded world, right? Go to, into John 3.16. This is why it says confounded world. If you go into John chapter 3. In verse 16. It said for Yahweh so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. Who we know um, Yahweh Shah. That whatsoever believeth in him. Shall not perish. But have everlasting life. You see. So he's letting you know where he stand at about the world. When he's saying world, he's talking about um, he's talking about um, um, Yasharullah. He's talking about Israel. You see. So um, and, you know, I'll read that again in Isaiah chapter forty-five and verse seventeen. But Yasharullah shall be saved in Yahweh with the everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed. Nor confounded world without end. See? So all praises to the most high God for that. So going back into it, in Psalms um chapter 118, starting in verse 6, Yahweh is on my side. I will not fear what can man do unto me. Verse 7. Yahweh taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. You see? So, we have to understand this too. Because a lot of people be like, oh, you know, pray for your enemies. Because that stuff is mentioned. But you don't understand. It say pray for your enemies. It's not saying that you to have it, you know, um... Upon yourself to be with prayers that's going to be like, oh, let me pray for my enemies, this and that and the third. Like, this is what you do when you're praying for your enemies. You pray for your enemies that the Most High God deals with them out of His righteousness. You see? You pray that the Most High God delivers you. And that He deals with your enemies within His righteousness. And how do we know this? 
in the book of Exodus, um, chapter uh, 14, and verse 14, it said, Yahweh shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. You see? Yahweh shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And go to verse 15. Yahweh is a man of war. Yahweh is his name. So it's telling you, when we call upon the name of Yahweh, he will be there to fight for us, Israel. You see? Not only just that, but if we, um, you know, also look at it, um, where Yahweh stands at as far as um, being there, um, going into um, in Psalms 103 and verse 20, it say, Bless Yahweh, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. So he's letting you know right there. The angels are the ones that, 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 that do the works. You see? Yahweh does the commanding. He's 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 the, he's 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 above Yahweh is above the high priest. Let me put it like that. He's above the high priest. Yahweh is above Yahweh Shah. Yahweh Shah even made mention of that, that the Father is above him. Yahweh Shah said that out of his own mouth, that the Father is above him. So he's letting you know where his position or where he stands at is only to be um, 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 dealing with the angels and dealing with mankind on earth. You see, though Yahweh Shah is the mediator between man and Yahweh, but you got to understand also that angels play a part too by hearkening unto his voice. And when they hearken unto his voice, they do his commandments. They doing what he's saying to do. You see? Not only just that, but if you go into Psalm chapter 91, right? Psalm chapter 91, it shows you right here. Psalm chapter 91 and verse um verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Verse 12. They shall bear thee up in their hands. Lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. So he's showing you right here. The angels are going to be there to protect you. By them hearkening unto his voice. And obeying his commands. According to Psalms 103 and verse 20. So that's why when we praying for our enemies. We have to have a better understanding spiritually. That the most high God is saying that. Look he will fight for us. According to Exodus chapter 14 and verse 14. So all we have to do is just to hold our peace. You see. Why? Because we got all the services of Yahweh. How do we know that? Because if you go into um, Romans chapter uh, Romans chapter um, yeah yeah um, Salakia. you go into Romans chapter 9 right? And you go into verse 4. It states who are Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the services of Yahweh and the promises. Telling you, the promises, the services of Yahweh, the giving of the law, the covenants and the glory, the adoptions, all of that pertains to the Israelites. It's telling you that in verse 4, in Romans chapter 9, verse 4. And if you really want clarity on that, look at verse 3. 
He said, for I could wish that myself would accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. He's telling you, I wish I was in position to be accursed from Christ, meaning to have that, you know, to be in that position for my kinsmen and for my brethren, according to the flesh. You see? You see? So it's a blessing. He's saying, so who are Israelites? So he's letting you know what, what the um, what the uh, adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the services of Yahweh and the promises of for is for the Israelites. See, the non-Israelites, their salvation is different from the salvation of Israel. That's what many don't understand. The, 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 the non-Israelites don't have the services of Yahweh. You see? We who are the Israelites have the services of Yahweh. That's why if you look in Romans chapter 10, um, Paul is letting you know right here, brethren, talking about those who are Israelites, my heart's desire and prayer to Yahweh for Yasharullah, talking about Israel, is that they might be saved. You see, he, he's making mention here that Israel being saved, his prayers and his heart's desire is that Israel will be saved. Why? Because Israel has the services of Yahweh, the promises, the giving of the law, the covenants, the glory, and the adoption. You see? All of that belongs to the Israelites. You see? So that's a blessing. So going back to Psalms 106, we know when it comes down to verse um, 7, oh, Salaki, hold on, hold on. Psalms Psalms 118, Salakia. This is where you stand at. It states, verse 7, Yahweh taketh my part with them that help me. You see? Yahweh taketh that part with those that help him. So he's talking about Yahweh is there also with the angels and those who are hearkening unto the, um, the voice of the Lord. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. See? Verse 8. It is better to trust in Yahweh than to put confidence in man. See, you don't put your confidence in a man. You put your confidence in Yahweh. Because you know you got the services of Yahweh. You see? So your confidence is that I know that Yahweh is going to be there for me. And he's going he's gonna to make mention unto the angels to, to do on the behalf, you know, of what my plea is unto him. You know, out of his righteousness, not my righteousness, his righteousness, according to his word. Verse um, verse nine, it is better to trust in Yahweh than to put confidence in princes, saying people who are in high positions. You don't put your confidence in those who are in high positions, meaning you don't put your confidence in what, you, what a pastor say. You don't put your confidence in 
in, in, in what a deacon say. You don't put your confidence in what a so-called prophet say. You don't put your confidence in no flesh. I'm trying to tell you, you don't put your confidence in no flesh. I'm going to tell you right now, you put your confidence in flesh and what man say over what Yahweh say. Off of the back, you're going to set yourself up for failure. And I can prove that too. If we go into the book of... um. The book of um, um, Salaki. The book of uh, Jeremiah. Hold on, I'm gonna give you the uh, the chapter. All right, the book of Jeremiah, chapter seventeen. In verse 4, it said, Thou, even thyself, shall discontinue from thy heritage that I gave thee, and I will cause thee to serve thy enemies in a land which thou knowest not. For ye have kindled a fire in my anger, which shall burn forever. This was making mention, you know, unto the, uh, you know, um, this was all um, dealing with the captivity of Judah. You know what I mean? Because of the sins of them. And them forsaking um, Yahweh, you know what I'm saying? They was forsaking um, Yahweh. Judah was forsaking Yahweh. So this was making mention unto Judah. And um, in verse five, he about to explain it even more why he's up, why Yahweh is angry at um, 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 at Judah. Verse five, thus saith Yahweh, cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and make flesh his arm. And whose heart departed from Yahweh. So he's saying, listen, Yahweh is saying, curse are you. If you put your trust in man, if you put your trust in princes, if you put your trust in your pastor, if you put your trust in everyone, you know what I'm saying? That may carry on a form that is of godliness, if that's the case. Don't be deceived because even um, Satan appears as an angel of light. You see? So it's saying to you, look, somebody can come out and tell you, look, take your spiritual suit off and kick that behind. No, you don't do that. You take that unto the most high. I don't care what position somebody is in. That's folliness. You don't do that. They misleading you. That's not, that's not what anybody who is in a high position is supposed to be telling somebody who who, who is um, trying to find a way in righteousness. You're supposed to be giving thus saith the Lord. Everything that you're supposed to be speaking out your mouth is supposed to be precepts. And them precepts are commands. Because that's what precept means. It's commands. And those commands are based upon thus saith the Lord. So that's why thus saith the Lord say here in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5. He said, cursed be the man that trusteth in man. You put your trust in man. Meaning you going by what man is telling you what to do. And make it flesh his arm. Meaning you make flesh to be your arm. To be, what is an arm for? An arm is in position to reach for things, to grab things, to, 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 to um, to pull things close to you, to, to be a way of, you know what I mean? Of some help. You see in flesh to be your help. 
You got to see that if anybody bless you, that's because Yahweh has put it in their heart to bless you. If anybody is doing anything for you that is of righteousness, of his righteousness, that's because Yahweh has touched their hearts to do those things for you. You see? It's Yahweh. It's, and, and notice this. What does, it, what does it make mention in Hebrews? The book of Hebrews chapter 11 and verse um, um, 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to Yahweh must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Meaning if you diligently put yourself in position to seek Yahweh, you going precept upon precept, you taking this word in, you make this word your life, you make this, you make Yahweh's word your life. Yahweh's going to take care of you. He's going to bless you. He's going to touch you. On people that you wouldn't even expect He gonna touch their hearts And they gonna come to you with abundance Because of your faith in Yahweh And what he says He said I will never forsake the righteous Nor see thy seeds begging for bread You see He gonna have them angels encamped around you And blessing you You see He said he's a rewarder of them That diligently seek him Meaning you continuously seeking Yahweh. You get up in the morning, your mindset is on Yahweh. When you going throughout your day, you dealing with things in the name of Yahweh. Bashim Yahweh Shah. You know what I'm saying? You're not making for yourself to be like, oh, I'm going to do whatever I want. You basically, you don't do nothing without including Yahweh into it. That's all I'm saying. If you exclude Yahweh out of anything that you're doing, that, that, that puts you at pause of diligently seeking him. You see? And that's very, very important. You see? So we got to see this too. You know if Yahweh is being there and, and rewarding you and blessing you, he, he, he's being pleased with you. How do we know he's being pleased with you? Because if you go into Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5, it says, By faith, see? By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Saying by faith, Enoch believed that the Most High God was going to take him before death. And was not found because Yahweh had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased Yahweh. So his testimony was on how he pleased Yahweh. His reward and what he was seeking for, it was not to see death, but Yahweh to take him. Who do you know today? Have enough faith in believing Yahweh will take them before before death will even approach them. You see? And Yahweh showed how, how mighty he is by taking him. Because nobody have we ever seen in the existence of today has been taken by Yahweh. You see? Death came to everybody that we see in the day. You know, so that's something to take a hold on to. So bless um Yahweh, Barakatai Yahweh. So, you know, verse 10 inside Psalms um, well, verse 9 in Psalms 118. It is better to trust in Yahweh than to put your confidence in princes. You know, those you see as being superior. You know, verse 10. All nations come past me about, but in the name of Yahweh 
will I destroy them. See, he's saying like, in the name of Yahweh, I will destroy them. He ain't saying I'm doing it with myself. He ain't saying it's by my own strength. He's saying in the name of Yahweh, saying by the spirit of Yahweh, I'm going to destroy them nations that come and pass me. He said, but in the, he said, all nations come past me about, meaning, you know, they want to challenge me. I will destroy them in the name of Yahweh. You know, verse 11, they come past me about, yay, they come past me about, but in the name of Yahweh, I will destroy them. See? So I'm going to stop right there. All praises be unto the Most High God for this. You know, as I was showing you from scripture to scripture and, and you know, and tying things in, also precepts. But just showing forth of where the Most High God stands at with each and every single one of us. You know, you want to make it to yourself to be, you know, for, you know, the Most High God. When you getting up, you know, when you get up in the morning time, have your mindset on the Most High God. If you got a family, you know, your family, they supposed to be on one accord. They, they, they want to have themselves in the Most High God too. Y'all y'all come together. Y'all, Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shah, together. You know, in Acts chapter 2, when, when, the, when, when, when the disciples came together, you know, the Holy Spirit rushed in. Because they all agreed on one accord. You see? So, Shalom, Israel, Rakatah.